You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 29. What's up, guys? Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be kind of fun because it's actually the audio from one of my mentor sessions of my ongoing coaching clients. So what that means is I have been working with this particular person a couple of times now. She has signed up to receive monthly coaching. So we are, this is from our first session together, and we talk a lot about the basics of marketing and creating a marketing foundation for marketing your business online. That's really the main focus of our conversation. When you work with me one-on-one for monthly coaching, we kind of break down each session into a different topic and I try to create that foundation for you. Um, I provide accountability and all that good stuff versus if you do a one-on-one, one-time mentor session with me, then that's more focused on providing as much information as I can jam-packed into a shorter amount of time versus ongoing coaching. We can kind of spread things out a little bit more. So what you're going to hear today is our first conversation from our first coaching session that we have had and it's a pretty good conversation so I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. If you've been on the fence about working with me on coaching then this might give you a little bit of a taste on what that conversation feels like. It's pretty laid back and casual and uh, yeah so I hope you guys enjoy and take a listen. All right, sister, let's talk for a second. Are you struggling with Instagram? Like you have no idea how to make yourself stand out from everyone else in your industry and yet just wish you knew the magical button to hit to make everyone want to hang out on your page. Well, can I let you in on a little secret? It all starts with your bio. Your Instagram bio is the first thing that people read when they come onto your profile and you only have a few seconds, like less than seven to be exact, to make an impression that will either get your ideal client to stay or have them clicking off your profile faster than you could say buttercup. Okay, I honestly don't know where that came from, but you get the point. I have created a totally free resource for you to help you with this problem. This is going to help solve all your IG bio issues. If you want to be able to attract your dream client, make sure they are serving all the right people, then you need my free Instagram bio upgrade guide. Inside the guide is my five-step process to creating Instagram bios that are super clear on who you are, what you do, and who you serve. If Instagram is where you spend most of your time in your business, then you need to get your hands on this freebie, y'all. To get your hands on this guide, you can head to sarahelrod.com slash Instagram and snag your download. Once again, that is Sarah with an H, Elrod, E-L-R-O-D, dot com slash Instagram and start upgrading your Instagram bio game today. First things first, like we'll kind of just talk about a very general idea of marketing and what that is. Um, I want to take a deeper dive into like some of the things that maybe you haven't thought of or heard of. So essentially all marketing is, is building relationships and it sounds like you're a pretty personable person. And, you know, if you feel like you get along with people well, then like, you're going to be great at this. Um, what we don't want to do is like, try to be so professional, like the very definition of the word in the sense of like robotic, I am a business. This is all I do. We want to build relationships and have people connect with us for who we are. Cause at the end of the day, like, let's say you have a client that comes to you and they want to hire you for something mm-hmm. and they're, but I mean, more than likely, they're probably talking to other photographers too. So there's you over here. And then there's this other photographer over here. And let's say you guys are maybe priced about the same 
and your work is like pretty close to the same style. Um, so really at the end of the day, like what is going to make them choose you over this person? And it's you, it is like who you are. Um, and that could be the fact that you're a mom and people connect with you because of that. That could be because you're a wife. It could be because you have a dog or because you love Taco Bell. Like, I don't know, <laughs> whatever your life is. Um, so those are things that we want to really like dive into is the things that make us who we are and talk about them in a way that is going to bring value to other people. So um, a lot of people just want to like sell, 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 especially in photography. If you go to like people's pages, you'll notice like they'll post their work after their work after their work, which is fine. But then it's like caption is kind of just like, there's like this pretty couple at a wedding and the caption will be like, Lovers. I never know what to say. Lovers at sunset. Yeah. And it's so yeah. weird. Like, and that's, we're going to talk about all of that. <laughs> okay. Good. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you post this really pretty picture and I think we all kind of think like, oh, it'll just speak for itself. And we post just kind of this like one liner caption that doesn't really do anything. And like what people do in those situations is, you know, they're scrolling, they might follow you and they're like, oh, that's a cool photo. Awesome. I'm going to keep scrolling now. And what we want to do is get them to like stop and like be invested in that photo. Like the photo is going to grab their attention, but then we want to like create captions that's going to bring them some type of value that is going to like entice them to want more. And so... <laughs> At that point, what, you know, we'll talk about, like I said, captions and everything, but the goal is to get people to like, want to come to our page and just keep wanting more from us. And we want to serve people 90% of the time and sell to them like 10% of the time. And when mm -hmm. I say sell, I'm saying directly, Hey, I am a photographer and I want you to buy a session from me type of thing. Um, it'll be oh. a little, not as direct as that, but like <laughs> more, it, it will be like pretty direct though. Like the thing with sales is if you have done enough serving ahead of time and you have provided so much value, it won't feel weird asking people to buy something from you. And I think there's a mindset around like the idea of selling and most people are like, Oh, I don't want to feel salesy and like weird, but if you're if you know that you're providing someone with a service that they need and that's going to bring their life value, we should never feel bad about giving that to them. Like you're doing them a disservice by hiding that from them and taking that from them. And money is just a tool to get them what they need. Um, there's kind of a thing. I mean, I see it a lot, even just doing what I do with like the educational stuff. Everybody wants to get the education for free. And I put out a ton of free stuff. I mean, I have the podcast, I have blog posts, I have all kinds of things like that, that is free, but then I'll get the people that message me, like asking me 5 million questions. And I don't mind answering questions and everything, but essentially wanting like free sit down two hour talks. But the thing is, is when you get things for free, you almost don't value it as much. Like people mm -hmm. like want all these answers for free. And I tell them like you, everything that I teach you, everything I'm teaching you right now today, like you could find on the internet for free. Like it's out there, but the difference is you're not going to get it all at once in one sitting. And you might not even know, you might know what you want, but you don't know what you need. And like, you're not going to know all the same next steps that you're going to need. And it's the same thing with wedding clients and couples clients. If they have a free photographer, any of the sessions that I've ever done for free or for really cheap, 
have always had way more issues than the ones that have like paid more money. And I think there's just a thing with like people value when they spend money. Like if someone's going to pay you $3,000 to shoot their wedding, they're going to know like, okay, that's like a pretty good chunk of change. I, I obviously should probably trust this person as a professional if I'm going to pay them that kind of money. And so mm. I feel like when I've gotten paid like a full price, good money for weddings, most people leave me alone. They're like, you're the professional, you do what you want to do. And again, like we have to show one, we have to show that we're worth what we charge. We have to show that we are worth what we charge. And we have to show that we're providing value. People will buy more from you or they'll be more willing to buy from you if you feel like familiar to them. And if you feel like if you have established this relationship where they can trust you and they know you and they like you, all these things are going to help them buy from you. That's where our personal branding is going to come in. A lot of people will use, and especially when you're just getting started, like it's totally normal, but people will use Instagram kind of as their website. And Mm -hmm. in the sense of like, it's just a portfolio. And I want you to use Instagram as what Instagram is intended for. It's social media. And it's supposed (laughs) to be, bless you. (laughs) It's supposed to be social. Um, We should be interacting with people. It shouldn't just be a, here's all my work, the end. It should be you engaging with your followers and engaging with people that want more from you and want to be a part of your life. There's all kinds of social media out there and and we'll get more deep into all these different things. We're going to start with like one social platform. And if Instagram is not your favorite, then we can talk about something else. Um, but I always tell people to start with one before you add on others. Cause if you're not already on like a posting schedule and like, you find it hard to just figure out what to say on one post. And if all of a sudden I'm like, well, you better get on like TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook oh and all God. these different things. Like that's going to be super overwhelming. Eventually I think you should, <laughs> yeah. but right now, but yeah, I'm not going to like overwhelm you and tell you to get on 5 million apps from the beginning. Cause that's, I literally had like a timer on on my Instagram because I'm like I cannot handle it and then now since I've been trying to do reels my whole one that I've been able to like pump out but I'm like on it all the time again and I'm like how am I going to keep up with this and then I'm like oh I want to like you know integrate with Pinterest and then I have my website and I've given up on Facebook I'm like epic honestly like there's (laughs) yeah no there's so much and I mean it's taken me a long time to be able to like stretch my stuff over all kinds of different platforms. Um, And there's like totally a strategy and like a discipline to it. Um, And we can kind of go into that probably in the next couple of sessions. So I'm not like throwing this all at you at once, but um, to kind of give you some like game plan for the future to shoot for type of thing. But um, for now we will focus on just Instagram. Um, And even the things that we're talking about in just Instagram will play out into the other apps and, and everything else as well. So um on Instagram I like to say we're gonna create like content pillars so this is gonna be for like creating a brand about yourself because you have a photography business yes um but that's just your business that's just one part of who you are we want to show everybody that follows you on Instagram like like I said what's gonna make them choose you over Sally Sue photography over here if you guys pretty much have the same thing and all you're doing is posting your work people are just going to kind of flip a coin at that point. 
So we want them to like, have no question, have it be like, yes, this is the person I want. I like her. I like her personality. We connect. I've had people literally book me for their weddings because I talked about my dog on social media and they were like, oh my gosh, dog mom, me too. Like, let's do this. So people will book you for weird things or find you for weird things that you think this has nothing to do with photography. Like, why would I talk about this? But, um, So there's kind of like four categories of content that we want to post on Instagram. And those are viral content, uh, stockable content, educational content, and human content. And those are kind of your four, we'll just call those main categories. And under those categories is going to fall our pillars or our subcategories. And I call them pillars because it's like what's holding up your business, essentially. Uh, You know, we're drawing a picture here, (laughs) visualizing. Um, Very green. It's nice. Right? Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, so you have viral, stockable, educational, and human. And under these types of content, are going to be the things that like make you who you are. And like your personal brand is, think about like your brand as what you want people to talk about, like how they talk about you and your business when you walk out of a room. So if you want people to think of your business as happy, bubbly, excited, sunshine, rainbows, whatever, like we're going to build on that. If you want people to think like super deep, meaningful, moody, like whatever, then we build on that. Yeah. I didn't really get that vibe, but um, so like right now, if you want to kind of like brainstorm some ideas, but I mean, and these can change. And I usually say like five to seven topics of your life. So, I mean, they can literally be being a mom, being a wife. If you go to Starbucks every single day and you're obsessed with Starbucks coffee, then like that could be one. What would you say? Like if you had to, even if you just pick like three right now, we can always do the the rest later. But um, like, what would be like three main things in your life that are big, big on you? Like what represents you? Obviously this tiny gremlin over here. Um, let's see uh wine I'm a big wine person I love we just got like a membership at a dope winery um so that's a good one especially because we're from Oregon um what else photography obviously is one of them um I mean I'm like a goat mom and a dog mom so you have goats oh we have goats yeah we have two goats I always my the one mentorship I did she's like you have at that point we only had a dog she's like you have a dog that's like free content what are you doing and I'm like I and now we have two dogs and two goats I'm like so much wasted potential out here on the so, farm so much wasted potential. yes oh my gosh my mom has goats and they're so ridiculous are they so funny they're, they're like the, the weirdest critters funniest creatures ever it's so yes they're amazing so I think those are like probably four big ones um I don't I love the outdoors um I wouldn't say that like I'm a big hiker or anything like that um but you know the beach I love exploring I guess is a better way to put it always down to like adventure new places um yeah yeah like bright and energy, I think is like what I usually try and like veer towards. Like I've been trying to do some self-branding and that's like something that I really like about the brand, like light, energetic, um, 
timeless in a way, if you will, but not mm, like too like bland, I guess, with like with an edge, I guess. <laughs> those are all good words. I like I like those, <laughs> those timeless. Yeah. You're painting a picture for me now. <laughs> oh, okay. there you go. Uh, no, that's all authentic. That's another big one too. Yeah, for sure. Um okay, so yeah, these are kind of going to be like the, and one of the worksheet things that I'm going to send you is going to be, it's kind of going to like help you lay all this out too. And it's going to ask you a lot of questions and, and just so you can kind of dream a little bit. Cause I think that's oh, really cool. big, um, when doing this, like a lot of us want to just jump straight into it and like, Oh, I just, I need to make a bunch of money. And then that's like your driver. But when you're being driven by things like that, I feel like it's easy to run out of steam, but when you have like a really deep why behind what you're doing and that comes out then you're going to feel so passionate about it and you're never going to feel like you're not just doing this just to chase the money I think if you are passionately chasing what you love to do and and you have like such a deep why behind it then the money will follow that um so okay so we have kind of our couple brand pillars right now so these things kind of fall they're going to fall under like I said those other four main categories typically for viral content that is like I mean think about what goes viral on the internet so these are things like memes or quotes or you know things that like funny stuff um, inspiring things and so what I like to do for viral content is you know, sometimes maybe create like a little graphic that has an inspirational quote, or if there's, so like for me personally, being that I brand myself as like a Western wedding photographer, I could do things like, you know, country song quotes, or um, like my faith is a big thing. I could do like Bible mm -hmm. verses, things like that, anything, but it, it should align with kind of your bigger purpose. So like faith is huge to me. So I'll put, you know, sometimes a little Bible quote and just like a cute little graphic and like post that um, or some kind of little funny Western-y saying. And those things are going to just be things that people share. So if I make a post like that on my feed, that's where people are going to hit that share button and put it on their story because they just like it. You know, people do that all the time. And so what that's doing is just bringing more eyes onto our content because when they share it, their whole audience sees it and then they their audience might share it. And then we're trying to just get the purpose of viral content is to just get more and more eyes on our stuff, whether it is for photography or not, it's just getting more people aware of our brand. So I like to assign days to all these things too. Um, if you're like, and they can change week by week if you want, but if I kind of know ahead of time, like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to post like a quote and that's going to be like my viral content. Um, and just, just to be clear, cause like, I think a lot of people think viral means it has to have millions of views and like scour the internet to me, if it, gets, if it gets more views than your usual content, if you're used to getting like 50 likes and all of a sudden you get 200 likes on it or something like that's a win in my book, that that's is viral, cool. viral to me. So, um, just anything that you can do. Yeah. To kind of maybe to, to get things that people are going to be likely to share. And, okay. um, 
so, and we can brainstorm more ideas about that as well. But um, I like to do things like that, especially if it's going to be something, let's say inspiring. Um, I like to do things like that on Mondays because typically on Mondays, people are kind of drained. It's like, they're coming off the weekend. Um, you know, they might need like need a little bit of a pick me up. So, Mm -hmm. um, I like to just do something a little bit inspiring. And if it's not like a graphic that you made with a quote, like that's just one example. It could be a picture of like a wedding with like a very inspirational story in the caption or something. Um, it doesn't have to just be, that's just one example, but Um, so yeah, that's, but that's kind of how I like to do it, but your audience might be different, but typically I like to do Mondays is like a little pick me up boost, get it going for the week. Stockable content is kind of the stuff that is going to get people interested to stay on your page. Um, and things that this can have stuff to do with photography. Um, these are, it's not necessarily educational, but they kind of mix a little bit. Um, stockable content is just like, okay, let's say someone finds you because of a viral post that you did. And now they go onto your page. Stockable is going to be what keeps them interested in staying there. And this can be value, or this can be just kind of your daily life that people resonate with. Um, this could be like, if something that's really big to you is eating, if you're like, I don't know, if you're a gluten-free and you eat gluten-free food, do you? <laughs> so <Yeah>. my mom. <laughs> um, and so again, like nothing to do with photography necessarily, but if that's like a part of your life and you're gluten-free and like, you feel like this, I mean, I have to buy gluten-free stuff from the store. That's something that you can help people with in, or just bring them like some kind of quick value of like, doing like a grocery store haul on your story of like, Hey, just got back from Trader Joe's or whatever. And like, here's all the gluten-free or these are my favorite gluten-free products. And I mean, it doesn't have to be a whole long drawn out thing. It could just be like, you could make a reel on like, here's my five favorite gluten-free things that I buy. And it's things and stuff like that people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm gluten-free. You're gluten-free. Like, that's really cool. And if you talk about that every single week, um, you know, cause that's the thing is all this stuff is going to turn into repetition. Like we're going to want to be consistent about it. And that's why we pick like five to seven that we rotate through throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And it's going, that's, what's going to create that like familiarity of you. People are going to start to remember these things about you, the more you talk about them. So if like every Tuesday you talk about gluten-free something, um, And it can be a story. It could just be about one time you had like a bad allergic reaction. It could be about like the one time your brother made you a birthday cake that was supposed to be gluten-free and he failed, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) And, you know, so, and those are like entertaining, they're funny, they're captivating. And I mean, I know there's like a lot of components to this, but the other thing is like the whole, what we want each post to be is either inspirational, educational, or entertainment. And so if all that is, is you sharing a gluten-free story about whatever funny story, it doesn't really do anything other than like make people laugh. That's still bringing them some type of value because it's an entertainment type of value. 
and okay. it's going to get people used to you. So you can kind of change that every week when you post your like gluten-free content. Um, and people, like I said, will remember this about you. So next time someone's at the store, even if they follow you, even if they're not like a gluten-free person, um, like they might go to the store and walk down the gluten-free aisle and think, oh, like, Emily, she's gluten-free. Like you're going to be front of mind. And that's all we really want. Or somebody will be talking to their friend and their friends and be like, oh yeah, like they might be going back and forth about gluten-free. You're going to pop into this person's brain. And then their friend is also going to be like, oh yeah. And I'm also getting married and I need a wedding photographer. And they're going to be like, uh, I know somebody like, it's weird and it sounds weird. Like how would those two things like come together? But it really does. I mean, I have people that find me just for the Western content that I put out. It might have nothing to do with photography, but I share about my horses. I share about like doing like ranch life stuff. And that brings in a different type of audience. And that's kind of what we want with personal branding is you don't want to bring in just people for photography stuff. You, that is a part of it for sure on the days that we talk about photography things, but mm -hmm. on days that we maybe aren't doing that, you can still, there's like a whole other category of people out there that might follow you. And even if they don't need a wedding photographer right now, they might follow you because they're gluten-free, you're gluten-free. That's awesome. They connected you with you. And then as soon as they get engaged, they're going to be like, I want you because I feel like we've connected on all these other things. Yeah. yeah. And so don't like ever feel like you can't talk about other things on your business page. I think that's what hurts a lot of people is they feel like it's just my business. Like I shouldn't talk about myself. I shouldn't talk about things that make me who I am. But in reality, like I would argue you should talk about all of those things. Like if you posted yourself on your feed every single day, I don't think that would hurt you one bit. And I think there's so much value to like showing your face and showing up and getting on your stories and just being authentic and like if it's hair in a messy bun and no makeup day and you're like I'm just having a rough day being a mom today this is what I look like people relate to that people don't relate to like the idea of perfection if you're like I do my hair every single day and I put makeup on every single day and I look great all the time people aren't going to relate to that because that's not real life the more you are willing to show up in the middle of being a mess right you know whatever like yeah. that's that's what is going to draw people into you and say you know what like I get you like this is perfect um so that's kind of stockable content and this could be you can do different topics like it could be things in your life that you can you know like I said uh, gluten-free stuff, or it could be like, here's a baby toy that I discovered that, you know, my kid loves this. And this has been really helpful as a journey as like a new mom, like this has really yeah. helped me. Um, and things like that. So you can rotate through different types of, of, you know, your, your categories that you have educational content is probably going to be like, you can still talk about those other things. Um, but it's going to be a heavy focus on photography stuff. And so this is where you are going to talk about like tips for your clients. So here's five tips on what to wear to your next session. Here is, um, you know, the best time of day to shoot photos. And a lot of these things like might feel even almost silly to some of us, like, especially if we're experienced photographers, it's hard to almost go back to like, what was it like when we were first learning all this stuff? Because you almost get like 
so much knowledge and it gets so like second nature to you that you forget that there are people that are just starting out or like have no idea about it. We might think like, well, duh, everyone knows sunset is the best time to take photos. Somebody doesn't like, you know, there's someone out there that's like, I want to shoot at 12 o'clock in the afternoon and we all cringe, but like, they don't know that. And so, um, never, um, or you do posts that are walking people through what a session with you looks like, you know, as soon as you show up to your session, we're going to talk for a little bit. And then we're going to jump into the poses and like, don't worry, I'm not gonna make you feel awkward. Cause we're going to play games and like do fun things, or I'm going to bring this to your session or, you know, anything you can do that is going to help people get like a very clear idea of like, what the experience with you is going to be like is really good without being like, buy from me, buy from me, hire me, hire me, hire me. Because in the midst of all this, while we're giving this value, you'll still get inquiries. Like you don't have to say, I want you to book with me in order to get those. Now there's a time and place for that for sure. But the more free value we put out and like the more people, like I said, are they're going to like us, know us, trust us. And that's the goal. That's how you build this relationship where people, I mean, the best compliment I get is if I show up to a session and people are like, I feel like I already know you, like just from your social media, I feel like I already know your personality and like, you're the same in person that you are on social media. That's what I want you to have. People feel like they already have this like inside look on your life. And that doesn't mean you have to share every tiny little detail of your life. That's why we kind of pick these categories of like the main things. And then we just talk about those on repeat on like a cycle in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's obviously so much more, there's so much more to our lives than just these five yeah. things. But if those are the main things, then like, that's all people need to know to get like a general grasp of who you are. And if, like I said, if we're showing up on our stories and we're talking about ourselves and we're like, yep, this is, this is me. This is what I did today. Um, we're showing them behind the scenes looks at, at editing and we're showing them a behind the scenes look at our photo shoots that we're doing or how we edit a photo tips for, you know, um, how to prepare for your session the night before, you know, make sure you pick out your clothes, like not the day of and, and what colors to wear and what, you know, locations are good for what colors. I mean, whatever you can think about. And there's like a bajillion ideas. If you ever feel like you get uninspired, I mean, Pinterest, you could literally go in there and photography caption ideas. And I mean, there's (laughs) lists and lists and lists of like prompts, anything you can do to like educate people, because followers, like some of your followers are going to find you because they need a photographer right now. That's great. But we want to be able to cater to those people who obviously want, they find us and they're like, I need, I need you right now. Great. But we also want to talk to these people over here that are like, I don't need a photographer right now, but like, I might get there. Yeah. You will get there. Don't worry. I'm going to show you why you need a photographer. And it might take a week. It might take a month. It might take six months. But like, don't lose track of that and don't lose sight of that idea because it's like, we're going to talk to these people, but we're also going to talk to these people because these people need to go on a journey. And that's like this whole marketing plan is about taking them on this journey of like serve, 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 
jab, right hook. There's, I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk, whatever his name is. Oh yeah. Jab, 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 right hook. Like you just want to like poke the bear of like, here you go. Here's another piece of value because they're going to be like, wow, I'm getting so much like out of this for free that like, what am I going to get when I pay for it? You know? And so and then when they actually pay for it, that's like a whole other story. Then it's like, go over the top, under promise, over deliver. And we can get into that too. And one of them just kind of like, yeah. once they book with you, like what our, our process is going to look like. Cause that's huge on like word of mouth marketing and getting other people to refer you. So like, I would say have, like, if you have these, um, your like pillars have, a place where you can batch your captions. So that's going to save you a ton of time is if you can write out captions ahead of time. And if you don't have like a ton of free time, then maybe you can only go week by week and that's totally fine. If you could go the entire month, then that's awesome too, or two weeks or whatever works best for you. But like pick a day, you know, let's say Sundays, you don't usually have a lot going on. So maybe Sundays are a day that you can sit down and write out all your captions for the week and kind of plan each day what your, what your content is going to be. Um, Cause like, I know you were saying like, it's so easy to get like sucked into Instagram and you can be on it for like hours or whatever. And so what I would encourage you to do is every day. So, so pick a day that you can plan your content batch your content, write out your captions, kind of figure out like this. So you have an idea. This is what I'm going to talk about every single day. And that might be stagnant photos on your feed. That could be reels. I would highly encourage reels. They are such a good way to get people seeing your stuff. If you can do, and I'm not against you doing like a a stagnant picture post and a reel in like the same day, if you're feeling feisty and doing two, like you could always do your, yeah, feeling a little wild that day. You could do two posts, um, but do like a stagnant post in the morning and then the evening do a reel or vice versa. But I would definitely try to like set a goal for yourself to do like two reels, three reels a week if you can. Cause like, I think it's going to help. If, if that's a lot, start with one, start with what you know you can do and like commit to it. If you're like homegirl, I, I can't even make one a week. Then like, let's, let's start with that. Let's start with just one. Cause I don't want to say every single day you need to make a reel. Cause like, you'll not, that I won't happen. Content save to like, not like copy, but like I'm inspired by, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a good thing to make a reel about like three self-portrait tips or whatever. And like yeah. stuff like that. And so I'm like trying to stock up on a bunch of it. So I can like sit down this weekend and do a bunch and just change outfits. So it looks like I did them on different days, but I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and again, that's like batching is going to save you time. Cause they do, they take time. And you're, that's a good thing is like, if you can save the posts and like, cause I do that too on Instagram, I like have categories and I save it for like, oh, this is a good caption idea. And then I have those all in like one category think about that yeah Yeah, like anytime you read someone's caption you're like I want to talk about that yeah you can't go in and like word for word copy them but like you could talk about the same thing in a similar way and like it's gonna be fine like as long as you're not copy pasting same thing with (laughs) reels and reels is actually almost more okay to copy people because everybody does it (laughs) because everybody does it and the whole point of them is like there's all these trends where everyone does the same thing anyway to the same song and they you know it's it's all the same thing so I'd say jumping on the trends like if you notice like as you're scrolling through reels like that you know you can obviously tell like this is a trending Mm -hmm. song and like everybody does this particular thing to this particular song and somehow you can like 
incorporate photography to it. Like, I think that's good sticking on the trends. Cause that's what people are like looking at At the end of the day, like have fun with it. It doesn't have to be overthought too much. It doesn't have to be like a full on production. I think if all you're doing is showing up and talking about something and you are just pointing to three words and you're like, here's three tips for what to wear. Boom, 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 done real over. And then you have a caption that goes into like more depth about it. I think that's great. Like you got to start somewhere. So don't worry so much about making it like the best thing you've ever made in your life. As mm. long as you're doing it and you're putting it out there, I think that's better. Like done is better than perfect. And mm. you're going to get better as time goes on. And it's going to feel more and more comfortable as time goes on and like stick to that. And then I think it makes it so much easier. Like I said, if you plan out the caption, if you already know what that reel is going to be, what that caption is going to say, it's hard to not post it because it's already done for you. But if you're like, I need to post a reel on Wednesday and then Wednesday comes and you're like, I know I need to post one, but I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's so much harder. And then like, it might not happen. And so if you tell yourself ahead of time, this is what I'm going to do. I already know what my whole week looks like. It's so much easier to go in and just get it done. And then when you actually get to the day of posting, obviously engagement's a big thing. We want people to interact with our content. I want you to get comfortable, like asking people to interact with your posts and to do things. And so typically for a caption, I like to do the first like sentence is like the hook. And that is going to be what draws people in. Cause now they have like that read more button and it only shows like the first like line or two. Oh so yeah. I kind of like to, if I'm talking about a topic, I like to make that kind of like the subject line of like three outfit tips for your next session. So then right. if that, if someone's like, oh, yep, I want to read that then they know to go into it versus if I just start with like a sentence that doesn't really give them an idea of what it is, they might not click on it. And so I want them to click that button. And then once they get through that, then your feed post is going to be full of all the value. You're going to straight up say, here you go. These are my best tips. Don't hold anything back. Honestly, like it's not a secret what your three tips are. Don't try to say like, oh, I don't want other photographers to see this because like these are my secrets and not theirs. Meanwhile, but I'm reading on other There's a good chance that they're not going to see it anyway because there's such a small amount of followers that actually see your content thanks to the algorithm. But like, um, you know, we don't, there's, don't even think about what they're thinking, you know, don't worry about what they're doing because if you're not doing it, if you're not giving that next best tip and that, that great tip for free, like someone else is. And then at the end of every caption, I want you to start putting, um, a call to action. And that is basically just going to be telling people to do something, how you want them to proceed next. Most of them are going to be small. A small call to action is just like this vote, you know, like this post, if you agree with this, or, you know, if you, if you made a whole video or a reel about, you know, something gluten-free, you know, your call to action at the end of the caption could be like a uh, comment, you know, what your favorite gluten-free food item is, or have you ever done gluten-free or, you know, something that kind of goes along with the post, but you're asking people to comment on it instead of just like making a caption that like dead ends and you, you bring them value and then it's just okay, period. And then people might read that and be like, oh, awesome, cool. But then like keep scrolling. We want to say like, hey, I want you to interact with me. Like, I'm curious. Like, I'm genuinely want to know what your answers are. So we want to tell people to comment on their stuff. And maybe at first they won't because like sometimes people need to see things like and understand like, oh, is she being genuine? Like, does she actually want me to comment on this? But after a while, like 
they will, if you're consistent about it, they will start to comment and interact with your posts. And anybody who comments on anything, like you have to go in and respond to them because we want to show people that like, you're not just putting things out there and then forgetting about it. I want you to engage with your followers. This is all part of kind of building that relationship and showing that like, you're a real person. You actually care about these people and you know, you care about their opinions. And when they choose to interact with you, like that's a big deal and you're going to respond. And so try to respond to every comment and you don't have to do it the minute they comment on it. But, um, you know, at some point try to go back and do that. Usually on posting days, I like to spend like 15, 20 minutes before I post a photo going through and engaging with people. I like to try to be as intentional as possible. So going through Instagram. And oh, so you do do the 15 before and after rule. I try. It's not, not always, but I try. Oh. Um, I say, even if you can't do before and after, if that's like too much time, I say just in general, 15 minutes a day of like commenting on people's stuff, the more you engage with them and, and specifically not just everybody and their mother, but like specifically people that you would consider your ideal client, um, people, you know, I mean, there's like a sneaky way I've done it where I've literally spent time on Instagram where I will go through certain hashtags that I think my ideal client might be using as like a wedding photographer or like hashtags uh -huh. that are people local to me and I'll see what people's posts are. And then if I'm like, oh, like, oh, like that's a couple that just got engaged and you can tell because like, you know, whatever, there's a picture of her going like this. And <laughs> so I'm going to go on and comment on it and be like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I'm not going to do the annoying thing of like, hi, me I'm a wedding photographer but like if your name already has photography in it you know your name is now popping up on their profile and I've booked people that way like they have found me because I've engaged with them like that or I'll follow them and then I'll go comment on three of their posts just in general and like genuine genuine comments not just like so cute I love your outfit like if they had a caption that was like long and meaningful like take the time to read it and actually respond true feelings like oh my gosh that was so amazing the story really touched me because of this this and this um and just try to be like a real person because those are the things that's gonna you know you might get a follower out of it they might just follow you and then like stick around to see like oh like this I'm getting married I need a photographer like maybe I should all about and then the other things as you're showing up on your story every day and being quirky and your normal fun self, like they're going to be like, yeah, like this person's awesome. I'm glad I found her. Like I want to book with her. The more places our name can pop up that like other people commenting on their posts might see our name. And now they're finding, they're intertwining like that. Um, another one is to find people who, even if they're already married and they have pictures of like their wedding and their wedding was like recently, and they have a picture of them and their bridesmaids and they tag their bridesmaids in the photo, there's a good chance like some of those bridesmaids might be getting engaged at some point. Oh. <laughs> so sometimes I'll go stock the bridesmaids of like random people. And I mean, this will be like weddings that I don't even, I did not shoot. I'll just find somebody local to me who has a picture of their wedding. And I'm like, 
oh, there's a bridesmaid. Oh, look, this bridesmaid just got engaged. Interesting. <laughs> or this bridesmaid after stalking her looks like she's been in a relationship for like a few years. Like a ring might be coming. Like I should probably start to like build a relationship with her now <laughs> so that when she gets that ring, she's like, you're my girl. My secret is out. That is it. But yeah, so I mean, get creative with it. I think at the end of the day, like what I want you to really work on like the next couple weeks is to just work on showing up every single day, if possible. If that means showing up on your story for a minute, every single day and all you're doing is talking about what you did that day or what you're gonna do or you just film your baby for like a minute and just show her doing whatever like as long as you can get kind of comfortable with it the goal here is we want to be as consistent as possible we want to stay in front of people's minds and we want Mm -hmm. to like be that first thing that people think about you know if you can show up three times a day I think that's pretty ideal like first thing in the morning because your story is going to jump to the front as soon as you post it and then because it doesn't go in chronological order so if you post in the morning boom your story jumps to the front and then if you post again at lunchtime your story is going to jump to the front again and then if you post again in the evening it's going to jump to the front so like all day long you're kind of like staying in the front of the line on everybody's list Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this little snippet, sneak peek look inside of what a mentor session call with me kind of sounds like, looks like. Um, And I hope that this was, you know, useful for you. I kind of gave away my biggest little sneaky sneaker, sneaky sneaker, sneaker. That's not that's not the right word. Um, Sneaky tip for my little marketing strategy that I do on Instagram or other social media platforms. I think that uh, this is going to bring you a ton of value. And if you need to go back and if you're driving right now, obviously you couldn't take notes, then um, come back to this episode, jot down the things that we talked about, because this really is full on exactly the strategy that I use in my own business. It's what I teach everyone to do that coaches with me. But other than that, I hope you guys, like I said, enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great day. Make sure to join the Facebook group online. You can head over to Facebook and it's the Branded Cowgirl podcast where you get show updates and all the exclusive insights on what's happening with the show. You can also follow us on Instagram for daily posts at Branded Cowgirl podcast and make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you like this show and if you liked this episode, it's so greatly appreciated. It helps us grow and reach the ears of more and more business owners just like you. I hope you guys have a really great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time. Bye guys.